You are listening to Steady Geekin', brought to you by Dynamic Duo High Five. We are everywhere. Best podcast ever. <laughs> I'm Brandon. I'm Blake. And I'm Meg. This isn't the Edge, Did you want to talk Brandon some uh, comic books? Yeah. 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 Captain Planet. He's a hero. Chubby, chubby. Success. Find us and join us and be, be our, our friends. friends. Yes, yes, yes. Steady geek until the end. Steady. What's up, geeks? It's your boy, Blake, with Steady Geekin'. Welcome to episode 90. We are just weeks away from episode 100. Woohoo! Oh, where my fellas at? They're not here today to celebrate with me. And as we draw our third year to a close with this episode, uh, I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners and fans and friends and family and all of our guests that have been on the show without you we wouldn't have what we have today. We look forward to the next year with all of you. I uh, hope you'll stick around and invite your friends too. We've got some new surprises in store for year four, so uh, get ready for that. But on today's episode, it's all about Hudson Valley Comic Con 2019. Uh, Brandon, myself, along with our pod brother Lewis from the Angry Geeks, our homeboy Tom, and of course, DW from the Earplug Podcast Network, uh, we all joined together at Hudson Valley Comic Con. We uh, met awesome artists and actors, other podcasters and indie filmmakers, and it's always a good time at Hudson Valley Comic Con. So coming up, we've got some uh, highlights from our interviews with our homeboys, the Reality Bomb Comic Cast. John and Colin were there with their Mega Brain Comics booth. Uh, we also got to chat with with uh, our new friends at Bat Yard Productions and Bat Yard's Finest Podcast. And we hosted a panel with the amazing artist, Joe St. Pierre, and the legendary writer, Ron Mars. Uh, so stick around and enjoy the show. Up first, we finally got to hang out with Connor and Joshua from Batyard Productions, as well as uh, Batyard's Finest Podcast. It was our first time meeting them in person, finally, and these guys are just outstanding people and uh, supporters of the of, of the community and the podcast community and indie filmmaking and fan filmmaking, and um, they're just a lot of fun. Good energy with these guys. We're really looking forward to working with them in the future. So listen up. Here we go. Hey everybody, this is Brandon. This is Blake. And we are st- 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 Steady Geekin'. And we are here hanging out with some new... Uh, is, it, is it okay if we can call you guys buddies? Yeah. I, I consider us buddies. <laughs> yeah. All right. I Season think that's of Friends is still happening. Season of Friends is still happening. That's it. Uh, tell, uh, tell everyone who you guys are. Uh, so we are Batyard Productions. We specialize in fan films, uh, doing comic uh, ex- uh, interviews, stuff like that. And also we do comedy skits. And I'm Josh Lawton. I'm Connor Donovan. And we are Batyard. Yeah. <laughs> Batyard. Guys, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right, good yeah. night. <laughs> Great show, everybody. It's, it's, been, it's been a long time coming. We've been hearing Uh-oh. so much about you guys, so, yeah, so I'm glad we finally can collaborate. We've all been, you know, flirting on Instagram a little bit, you know, <laughs> exactly. trying to it's, it's make weird. things happen. It's, it's weird this whole like content creating like community here, like especially in the Hudson Valley, because like we've all we said it for for years on our show. It's like there's so many um, 
cool people that are out here that are yeah. really like doing cool things. You guys are with your, with your fan films, and 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 now you guys are into podcasting. And yeah, like yeah, we just started our podcast. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's it's always awesome, like meeting like new groups and like said like building like our. our like we were saying yesterday, this has been like a reunion, so it's like our Avengers team is like growing every yeah. year. And yeah. like, now we got you guys, and it's like, we just keep growing, man. That's keep it. I, I got a feeling. We're in the end game. I, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Why is Gamora? <laughs> <laughs> so how's um how's your how's your time been here so far? Uh, so far, so good. We're, we do a lot of connection works, a lot of networking, you know. It's it's like, especially at Hudson Valley Comic Con, it's always great to branch out, and it's very organic here. So is, is this... Um, um, is this Bat Yard Productions' first official con um, as a vendor? Um, this is our second con as a vendor. Um, we kind of learned like the nooks and crannies of last year, so we're kind of like improving as we go, you know, each year, you know. And now we're kind of like out, out in the main hall, so which is nice. We were kind of like in the center mm-hmm. last year, so like a lot of people that like a lot of traction doesn't really go in the center because yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people just kind of go around the aisles like at the grocery store yeah. or something like that you know <laughs> i never thought about that yeah, yeah. Just walk the perimeter. yeah <laughs> exactly but uh yeah it's definitely it's definitely been a fun time you know and uh, like like i said it's great to be finally talking to you guys you know we heard so much about you so yeah and, so and, and i see um when we were talking earlier you guys are going around doing like you're interviewing people like on the floor and stuff how's that been oh it's been a lot of fun uh it's my first uh first year with bat yard especially uh you know doing this on the floor stuff i've sort of i've sort of been uh doing some behind the scenes stuff uh-huh. uh recently but it's been a lot of fun everyone's super nice you know really easy to get along with uh, i think we were talking about this earlier you know there's a great uh, great feeling of community of like-minded people here yeah, yeah you know not putting pressure on each other just trying to you know shoot the shit get a sense of what uh, everyone's talking about and uh you know just enjoying each other's company enjoying the uh awesome massive nerdiness are we allowed to swear on the show uh he asked me the same thing earlier <laughs> so i'm going to assume it's okay he I'm doesn't care because he's not the one that edits that's <laughs> me. No, fair enough I, I try to work on it though i do i really yeah. do no i have the same problem <laughs> what so you you guys you guys hustle you you're like constantly busy yeah um, we're always seeing you post you're always going to conventions you're always working really hard where the hell do you find time to do all this stuff um like, it's just kind of here and there you know we try to get all together like during the weekends and stuff and like i'm currently living in the city of albany so Batyard originated in uh hudson valley so i'm kind of driving back and forth like every other weekend you know trying to trying to shoot our 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 programming hard to juggle two studios yeah exactly now now we're branching out in in albany and everything like that so we're gonna we're gonna bring the Batyard to albany so (laughs) how how big is your team because it's like there's there's a bunch of you guys um to be honest it would take like it'll take like an hour to count out everyone you know (laughs) because because like uh, our Batman, we're working on a Batman versus Superman like parody fan film. That's probably going to come out like by the end of the year. Cross my fingers, you know. We still have to edit it all together. Um, but th- basically, everyone I knew, I was like, "Hey, you want to be in my movie?" And then, like, just, like we just try to get everyone to jump in, you know. And it's just been like a collaborative, uh, you know, production with everyone, everyone. Like all hands on deck. Yeah, like a lot of fr- family, a lot of friends, you know, a lot of a lot of just uh, people we just randomly find, you know, on the street. Yeah, I, I, I think that I think that's really awesome, and, and it shows the it shows the commitment to like the vision that you guys have for this because you know. 
people's time isn't the easiest thing to give away. So yeah, the fact that exactly. you know you're driving from Albany, you guys are able to like all coordinate on Mother's Day weekend of all, <laughs> right. of all weekend yeah. to do this. I think that's really awesome. It's like you know it shows the dedication that you guys have. I, just, I think that's that's phenomenal. I, I really appreciate that. You know, I mean, and Happy Mother's Day, by the way, yeah. to ev- all Happy the mothers Day, out there. Shout out to my mom. Yeah. Hi, mom. Hey, hey, you call your mother. (laughs) Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's been a really fun time, you know, especially meeting everyone and collaborating with everyone. And we just like none of us are really professionals, so like we all just kind of get like (laughs) professionally unprofessional. Yes, exactly. That's probably our motto at Batyard Productions. You know, we're trying to we're trying to grow the Batyard. Yeah, yeah. So, so who, who, who's, who's brainchild was this? How oh, that would be Josh. That <laughs> yard is Josh's, is the product of Josh's, uh, Josh's uh, sick and twisted mind. Yeah, he's our fearless leader. Like I, I always have these uh, ideas pop in my head. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna do it. You know, <laughs> I always have like a new idea I want to do every time. You know, like uh-huh. like I, I can never stop. I'm never like fulfilled. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Ah, all right, I, I did my movie. I'm done. No, no, on to the next. Keep going. You know, <laughs> there's always a pro- uh, product in my head that I want to do. We're currently working on this uh, paranormal investigators program. It's kind of like it's kind of like a Ghostbusters thing with a twist. You know, instead of just hunting ghosts, we go around hunting vampires until eventually zombies so we're gonna hopefully that episode comes out pretty soon so right. definitely look for that on youtube.com slash batyard production so <laughs> the minute he mentioned zombies i was like please please make me a zombie i've always wanted to be a zombie yeah. like we are definitely looking for like cast and crew members like even if like, you guys just want to do something on the side or something like that you know like definitely definitely come through you know like we, we, we're open for everyone. You know? so, so how how did you guys meet? Were you guys friends prior to this, or did you meet through through Batman Batyard Production? Um, we actually met in college at uh, in Albany at, at St. Rose. Yeah. So we, we kind of roomed in uh, the same dorm room. Well, not the same dorm room, but the same dorm, and yeah. we just kind of got affiliated with that. I think our first, like, real interaction was probably when they did the on-campus screening of the, uh, the first Avengers movie, actually. Yeah. I had a bit to drink, and I might have been talking a little too much. <laughs> so the movie? he was he and our now mutual friend, um, our friend, let's call him John, uh, were, uh, <laughs> were kind of getting upset with me and like turned around. <laughs> and then it tur- turned out they knew um, another friend of mine who's actually our third roommate right now in college. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, we kind of we kind of bonded over um, a loud uh, love of Avengers. So. Yeah, I remember first seeing Connor. Like he was like ordering like a chicken sandwich at this store. Or this like a uh, it was like this kind of restaurant on the campus called like Camelot. Oh, I and know. I was like, right when he was ordering the sandwich, I don't know. I just knew like I wanted to be friends with this guy. I was like, this was guy looks like the like day. Yeah, exactly. Emoji popped yeah, up. All that good stuff, yeah. <laughs> Those Besties. are always the best moments. You yeah, smell exactly. the geek on each other. <laughs> that, that's it is how- kind of like that though. Yeah. When you meet another geek, you're like. Are we friends? Already? Yeah, yeah. Blake, Blake just and I immediately meet someone. Yeah, Blake and I yeah. met through a mutual friend. Oh yeah, um, and they kind of like introduced us, like, "Oh, these you guys are both weird, and you guys will probably yeah. connect." Yeah, yeah. And we met the first night, and it's just been like. Talk like uh, every day. I was like, I've got to my man to see my action figure collection. <laughs> <laughs> and he came over and he saw my wall of X-Men and he was like, yo. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually, we, we kind of started doing this podcast so we'd have like a reason to like hang mm-hmm. out and yeah. like talk our shit pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys like have like all this expensive equipment. Like we just like kind of like do it on our oh, phone, you know. Oh, like, oh, oh, this equipment, this, this belongs to your plug podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. This is their equipment. Yeah. We have our equipment, but it's packed 
Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Listen, you're using one piece of mic. Right? <laughs> Listen, the struggle's real. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. It's always a fight real. against technology. Always, you know? always, man. always, always. And money. <laughs> and, oh yeah, part of it. And time. Um, no, I'm still impressed. You guys get to do as much work as you do. That's 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 cool. That's yeah, cool. we we have a lot of stuff filmed. We just want to get it out there, you know. Yeah. So it's all about the, putting the puzzle together, you know. Yeah. Yeah. When you're really uh, when you're really passionate about it, you know, you make the time. You get yeah. off work. You sit down. You write something out. You get the guys together, act it out. Uh, you know, it's 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 your it's your passion that uh, gives you the extra energy. Yeah, right. that sure, and Death Witch Coffee. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so what do you? I mean, obviously, you guys want to make films, but specifically, what do you want to do in film? Do you, do you want to write? Do you want to direct? Do you want to act? What? Or, I mean, what is the end above. game per se? What is the end game? Yeah. <laughs> Message. Nice. Um, well, I I like directing. That's probably my favorite part of it. Is like writing, creating, like uh, my own projects and everything like that, and kind of. All the crew together. That's like part of my aspect. Uh, what about you, Connor? Uh, well, I was trained to be a technical mind, you know, but I'll be honest with you, technology is so infinitely frustrating to me, yeah. as I'm sure you might all agree, agree with me yeah. right now. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I find myself gravitating more towards the uh, writing and acting side. I love to write. Uh, you know, I've worked on uh, a couple things with Josh so far that I've really enjoyed, uh, you know, writing out, hashing out. And uh, I've been doing theater and stuff since I was in high school. Oh, oh yeah, now we're theater oh, friends. Yeah, I was, I was born. We got the training. Well, he's a theater oh, yeah. kid. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. There you go. Proud of it, oh, yeah. yeah, no, I was just, I was one of those kids born without a fear of public speaking. So I've always thought that's my most okay, uh, that, marketable skill. from that. Okay. Actually, like, well, that fear kind of like brings out like the creative side out of people. Yeah, you know, it's like, true. Yeah, put you on the spot. Rush. You're uh, you're you're pulling deep from the the back of your brain. Yeah, yeah. you have no choice. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, you Sink or swim to it. Yeah, exactly. It. You know, some people have it, some people don't. It yeah. can be taught though. So yeah, 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 yeah. So um, since we've been talking about Endgame, did you guys see Endgame? Oh, I saw yeah. Endgame. Yeah, we yeah. definitely did. We actually saw it together. We did. We did. I saw it twice. Connor, I think you I still seen only it once. seen it once. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get out and see it. See it again. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm ready to go through that emotional. Like, <laughs> yeah, again. it's definitely yeah, an emotional sure. roller coaster yeah, for sure. Yeah. It yeah. was a ride. Man. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know if like how much we could say about it without like spoiling anything. We did a whole episode. Well, we did a whole episode where we literally talked about the movie. Right. Okay. First so gloves off. Minute, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Balls to the wall. Hi, John. <laughs> oh, man. So, guys, thank you very much, man. I really appreciate you guys coming over and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot oh, of there's, fun. there's a pickup now. I could hear myself. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, we're Just back. in time, right? We're back. Well, I heard you guys the whole time. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, where, where can everybody find you? Uh, we well, you can find us on Instagram, Batyard Productions, YouTube, Batyard Productions. And we actually have a website, which is all our uh, affiliations, uh, batyardproductions.com. That's so you can the find all the stuff. That's the and uh, be prepared to see more Connor Donovan on Batyard Productions. Hey, so I'm, I'm excited. Forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were talking um, before we started recording, Blake, when you were gone, but I was saying to, to Josh that he, he had just a resemblance of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, I keep looking at him. <laughs> oh, like he must have loved that. I did. I did love that. Like Because I always like quote Arnold quotes uh, to, <laughs> to Connor over here. That's kind of 50% of our communication is Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. Yeah. Yes. We were actually playing Risk, and uh, Connor like owned all of North America, and that. I kept on yeah. like trying to fight to get like uh, the the western side of, of America, uh, you know. And I was like, oh, I just I got to do it for California. <laughs> I need California, you know. <laughs> and he was getting so pissed. It was it was pretty great, but it was, it was all for the joke. <laughs> 
But Connor, you like risk now, right? I do like risk now. Now that I'm not the one who loses. <laughs> well, guys, man, this was awesome. Thank you very much. Hey, Thanks for having yeah. us. It was Thank a lot of fun, so guys. Let's do more. Let's do more. Let's uh, come back on. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Come, come hang out with us on uh, Steady Geekin when we're not doing a con. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, like, man. We would, yeah, we, we would love it. to collaborate again. This not doing a con, a no deal. No, sounds great. It was a lot of fun. This was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye, bye. Bye. Coming up next, it is Mr. Brandonius. Hangs out with our homeboys, John and Colin, from Reality Bomb Comic Cast. John had his Mega Brain Comics booth uh, at the convention, and uh, these guys really know how to, 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 to bring the laughter to a situation. So listen to that conversation next. Yo, 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 this is Brandon from the Steady Geek and Podcast, here with two of my homeboys, John and Colin from the Reality Bomb Comcast. Reality Bomb in the house. What's hey, Facebook. I've never done this before. Have you guys ever been on Facebook Live before? No. Uh, no. I made my son go on Facebook Live so I wouldn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> made the kids do it. That's I've been never, my motto. Yeah. I've never broadcasted myself over the internet during, <laughs> during the day. Yeah. <laughs> Normally after hours. Or, yeah, late nights. Yeah. Yeah, and usually <laughs> under an assumed name. By warm fires. <laughs> so what's up, guys? How's uh, how's how's your uh, experience been here at the Hudson Valley Comic Con? It's, Pretty awesome. It's been it's been yeah. an experience. Yeah. This is this is my second time at the con. Last year was just as like an attendee, mm-hmm. and uh, this year I get to be an exhibitor, and it's awesome. No, and if I'm correct, last year is when we all first met. I was yes. just about to say, this, this is our anniversary. Blake just brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's our anniversary. It's exactly exam. a few weeks it's late. Our, it was, it's our podiversary. Podiversary, yeah. Podiversary, yes. yes. So, guys. <laughs> so we, so we kiss, met. Kiss, 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 kiss. So we met, we met DW here two years ago for our first time. Oh, nice. Then he brought us back last year. We met you guys. We met the Hudson Valley Ghostbusters. Oh, cool. And now everyone's back. It's like we've all, re- yeah, like the Avengers. It, it's all yeah, right. Back. Avengers. We create our own. Assemble. Assemble. So I actually, I actually just listened to your, uh, your recent episode uh, covering, covering uh, Endgame. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, it, it brought me right back in, man. I've only seen it once, though. I've only seen it I've once. Only, yeah, it's been tough to get back, man. Like, my kid's been sick. I've been working and stuff. I want to see it. As, I have, well, ah. I've seen it twice, <laughs> but I've only seen it once in the theater. And I, I know I heard. I need to know what hookup you got. <laughs> we'll talk off. Oh, we'll talk okay. off my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> when I heard that, I almost texted you. I was like, yeah, <laughs> what no. you got? Well, you know, Kevin Bailly, he's a per- personal He's friend. a homeboy? Yeah, all right, yeah. all right, all right. Like, hey. Kevin, look, man. <laughs> I'm doing this podcast, and I need to see Endgame <laughs> one more time. And he was like, oh, I got you. <laughs> they Skype late at nights together. Yeah. You know? I, I call him Fyke. <laughs> hey, Fyke. What's up, hey, brother? Fi. What up, Fyke? <laughs> so, yeah, man, did you guys meet anyone cool today? Uh, I finally met Wendy and Richard Peeney for the first time ever. How was that? You never met? I thought you met them last year. Well, oh, actually, you know what? I met him. And he remembered uh, getting the flyer for Megabrain. Oh, okay. Because I was like, oh, I, you know, I've been wanting to talk to you guys. I was going to say, because I was standing right shop. there with you when you met. I, I forgot. <laughs> like, I went over, and I was I didn't realize he was here last year. Okay. And I was like, oh, my God, you're Richard Beatty. And he's like, yes, I am. And he was like, yeah, I met you last year. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you're like, DW in the house. What's up? So what are you talking about? Sorry, I can't talk on Endgame, though. Oh, you didn't see it? Oh, I haven't. Boy. I've been so busy. 
Oh my so, god! I already know everything. I, that's that an I, excuse. I, I, I mean, you can talk about it because I know just about everything what, that happened. Wait, that's where okay. Wolverine like showed up? From the yeah, I, I know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Cut Thanos's head off. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> but uh, we did get a little uh, teaser from Ron Mars at our panel that somebody was k- joking about. The, we were doing a topic of uh, five of your favorite pop culture vehicles. Could be cars, space, whatever. And somebody picked out of the crowd a deep cut of Thanos' helicopter. Oh, yeah, man. So the the blade that he uses are the helicopter blades from the Thanos copter. Yes. I thought that was was snap. That's pretty pretty sweet. That's cool. Do you know how you know that it's Thanos' copter? The big Thanos on the side. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, So that seems to be the topic then. Give us uh, one of you, each of yours favorite pop culture vehicle. Oh favorite God! Pop culture vehicle. Uh, that is going to have to be. Now can, it doesn't have to be comics. Could be any pop oh, culture. Oh, definitely yeah. not Ooh. comics. Okay, I got one. Um, the uh, I can't remember what the what the actual name of it, but the the Thundercat mobile. Oh, oh, um, the ba- uh, battle. It's, no. not, it's, it's not tank. battle. Yeah, it's something it's tank. Something, thunder, yeah. tank. Thunder, thunder tank. Thunder tank. Yes. There we go. Okay. Thunder. Thunder. Oh. Thunder Cat. Thunder you. <laughs> if we're going there, I mean. Please say Battle Cat, because I know I was, you want to say Battle Cat. Say, <laughs> I was like, does he count as a vehicle? Yeah, he rides oh, him, doesn't he? Battle Cat, then. That's battle what I said. Yes, battle Cat, cat yes. John is a big he, Masters of the Universe he's fan. Actually, of the universe. He's a big Skeletor fan, but ah, Masters go. falls into yeah. play there. So I'm Skeletor and, and Battle Cat. Okay, uh, there you go. Two, there you go. Yeah. Oh, wait, here. Everybody wave to Blake. Hi, Blake. Hi, Blake. Hi, Blake. This is the second time he's been shunned from a podcast. Oh. We miss you, Blake. He's doing he's doing God's work over there. He's watching Ron Mars' booth. You know? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> not everybody can, can do that, you know. Not, no, they cannot. They can't. So how do you think so far this year? Oh, that's great. That's good. A different yeah. spot, too. Or you weren't over here. Were you at the same spot last well, year? No, no we didn't have a spot. We didn't have a spot last year. Okay. No, this is first year table. Was, last year, we just we closed the store in the morning, came yeah. here, hung out, and nice. then uh, opened up in the afternoon. Now tell our listeners yep. a little bit about the store. Oh, you mean? Yeah, do the plug. Mega Brain Comics. Do the Mega do the Brain. Mega Brain Comics, located in Rhinebeck, New York, in the beautiful Hudson Valley. Uh, yes, we've got uh, we've got comic books. We've got a pinball machine and some arcade machines. Dude, I can't nice. wait to come out to yeah. check that out. Man. I've already you haven't been there quarters. yet? Not since he's gotten the new stuff. No. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. We, uh, we just started introducing all the arcade stuff. I just nice. got a new business partner, Brian Tam, who also plays for the band L Front. Nice. They were uh, they played last night in Hudson, and that's why he's hung over today. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. I bet. And working at a convention with a bunch of nerds. Yes. <laughs> that's how you do a life of a rock star. But, uh, yeah, ever since he came on board, we decided to uh, step things up a little nice, bit. And, nice, nice. You know, we're, we're, we're making the clubhouse customer, a little customer, bit more. Customers the liking the changes? Or, oh, yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And hey. I get to play um, uh, Marvel superheroes all the time. There I want to jump on that Simpsons game. Yeah. I used to love that game as yeah. a kid growing up. Do you have the OG X-Men game? No, uh, we're actually we're, we're looking for it. You mean Children of the Atom? Excuse my language. Mm. That's the shit. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. But you do. What? What is? What's the one X Men game you do have? What do you mean? It's the fighter. Well, you have an X. You have. Well, an no, we have there. Marvel superheroes. Oh, Marvel, right, right. Yeah. Marvel superheroes. So it's uh, it's like the equivalent of Street Fighter. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. That, that was before they did the crossover with Capcom, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Marvel versus yeah, yeah. Capcom. Up, oh, Psycho Pirates here. Nice. Oh, nice, nice, nice. 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 
<laughs> Don't play with my emotions. <laughs> uh, Steve <laughs> oh my god, we're having too much fun here. Oh, actually, there's a there's I a big forgot. there's a big crowd coming. I know. Hello. Oh, fine. oh the cosplay <laughs> panel must be over. Oh, is it Hello, over? Hello, everyone. Yes, cosplayers everywhere. Oh, I know. My, oh, my wife texted me. Oh, all right. So I asked I asked Blake how this year was so far. So I'm going to ask you because you've been here three years now. Picky in the brain. See, totally. There he is. There he is. Yes. Um, Amazing. What are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> Take over the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <Nice>. awesome. <laughs> That's that was awesome. <laughs> so, what do you think so far this year? Um, this is awesome, man. This is like I said, third year seeing this. You know, seeing this whole con grow every year. Um, the vendors. We got some really cool vendors this year. Our friends are here hanging out. So, uh -huh. like all the anxiety that we had the last few years is gone. Alejandro. <laughs> Awesome man, Airplug is here representing hard. We, yeah. we rolled out deep this year, man. We did. This has been a this has been this is a good turnout, really good turnout. Every yeah. year, yeah. it's always fun going to cons with friends. Yeah, it is. No matter what. Oh, definitely, most no definitely. No matter what. I I will say though, maybe not New York City. I it's still better than San Diego as far as the comic portion of it. San Diego yeah. is just it's really just for like movies and yeah, TV. Honestly, I wouldn't go yeah. to either one. I mean, it's the same company. It yeah. is. Um, I just. And the problem is, is that those two cons are more about the pop culture end of it yeah. and not yeah. the comic end yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, what was like the, which is fine at some degree, but like, you know, you still want to see the comic stuff too. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the so. name Comic Con should probably be altered for the Well, yes. too late now, they own it. I don't I don't, I don't want to bother pop culture con. His name, but what's the con that you brought us to up in Albany? That was a really cool con. Oh, the Albany Con, John Yeah, Belfast, yeah, the Albany con. Awesome. yeah. That was like a comic book. Yeah, convention. John's been doing that for 20 plus years. It, his kind is usually the one. I took Diego to that one. What's that? I think it's in a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. I took Diego to that one. It's still two o five Wolf Road. He does well. He does three a year. I he stayed does, in that hotel just recently. That's it's right. Really do nice. That once a year. He does. What? He does oh, a yeah. small. He does a small toy show in spring. That's usually yeah, the con that kicks off a, my season. We got we got Cap and Thorbowski. Oh, nice. Thorbowski. Yes. Tom, gotta get your picture. When you have a convention that wants to call itself a comic book convention, right. then anything having to do with comics should take the forefront. And mm -hmm. that should be that should be what you're trying to bring to the forefront mm -hmm. and what you're trying to build the highest. Yeah, because I think yeah. Comic Con was just the generic yeah. phrase now. Yeah. I don't know how far San Diego will go like to sue every other little con that uses the word Comic Con. But... You, like Comic Con is really like it's pop culture con. Right, right. Yeah, and pretty much. Which which is cool. They're like I want to go to those too. Right, right. But if I if I'm going to something that's calling itself a comic book convention, I want a kick-ass artist alley. I right. want to like be able to talk to all the writers and the artists Where from going, B? from then and today. Right. Yeah. I if you guys have never gone, go to Baltimore. Everybody keeps telling me that. Uh, yeah. I still have never Dude, been. When we were with Fanboy Zinc, we had gone three years. They loved us. You know. Everybody us, says Baltimore Comic Con is it's, like the best one. It's the smallest. Biggest con yeah. you'll ever see. I hate to say it, guys, but I got to get back to the booth and see how everything's going. To the booth. To the booth. I see over here, there's a line out the door. Yep. There's money changing hands. You're good. We've, run out, sold of, out of we've stuff. run out of comic books. <laughs> That's but, not uh, a bad thing. No, that it's is not, not that a bad thing. That's a good thing. problem to have. Yes, it is. Yeah. But, Tell everybody uh, where your store is again and where they can find you online. Mega Brain Comics in Rhinebeck, which is located in the Hudson Valley of New York, everybody. And uh, it's on 20 Garden Street, right next to Bun's Burgers. Awesome burger joint. 
And you can listen to us oh. on the Reality Bomb Comicast. Oh, yes, that's right. iTunes, yeah. Spotify, Google Play, you can listen Stitcher. To our our uh, Avengers Endgame review, yes, which we is just up, put up, is up now. And come Monday, we'll have our uh, Batman one shot episode because Monday is Batman's 80th birthday. Yep. Guys, All right. this yes. has been awesome. TW was finally awesome. Yes, awesome. awesome. Me, dude. Yes. Hell yeah, man. Yes. Brandon. We all came together, guys. Let's bring it in. All right. Hey. We're out. <laughs> Bye, Internet. Peace. Bye, Internet. <laughs> And next on the list is our panel with comic book writer Ron Mars, famous for creating characters like the Kyle Rayner Green Lantern and for turning Hal Jordan into Parallax and, and many other things. And of course, Joe St. Pierre, he is a phenomenal artist. He's worked with Marvel and DC. Uh, and of course, he is the creator and artist and writer of the new Zodiacs. Fun fact about Joe he holds the record for having drawn the most covers, issue number one covers, that featured Spider-Man and or his family of characters. Two super nice guys, two incredibly funny guys, and uh, good sports. Everyone was a good sport that weekend, so we were very nervous. It was our very first panel, but we had a good time, and we hope we get the chance to do it again with some other awesome people so, yep, yeah, coming up, it's our panel with DW from Earplug Podcast, Ron Mars, Joe St. Pierre. Enjoy. <laughs> we have a panel for Steady Beacon for Joe St. Pierre. Yes, hello, everybody. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome all. I love it. A sold out audience. I know. Hey. I know. My name is Blake. My name is. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, baby. <laughs> my name is Brandon. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> No. And we are Steady Geekin'. Yes, this is uh, a Steady Geekin'. As this beautiful banner says. And uh, we have special guests. Two very special guests. You might have heard of them. Mr. Joe, Joe St. Pierre. Pierre. And we have Mr. Ron Mars. <laughs> Come on up. <laughs> and we have the man who brought this all together. D.W. of the AirPod Podcast <laughs> Network. We couldn't do this without you. Wow, you so how y'all we'll doing today? Great. Are you guys enjoying? How are you doing? Doing good. Are you guys enjoying this con? Yeah, the rumors are that you guys are really nervous because it's your first live con, so we don't want to yes. exaggerate that. Breaks. Anxiety on people high start alert. booing. So, uh, so like unruly panelists would be would be a problem. Yeah. No, I would actually feel I comfortable with that. I encourage that actually. <laughs> yes. So, guys, I figured uh, to kind of start this up a little bit, loosen uh, loosen any tension that Blake and I might have, and um, we'll start off with a uh, little pop culture uh, activity. So, I want to kind of get your guys' ideas, and and really quick, uh, DW, if you don't mind, I just want to give a quick little plug before we start. Yeah. Guys, just give it up to these young men right here. They're the youth podcast group MVL. They're here hanging out with us. This is their first convention, so uh, let's make this awesome. So these are our future podcasters? Future podcasters. Nice. Hopefully on the Airplug podcast. So DW. Yes. You want to do a little... Uh, yeah, talk? this is... Uh, we, we've had... Ron, I think Ron and Joe probably have been the, have the most appearances on our network, <laughs> I think. Yeah. 55 each, maybe I it could that, be. This could be 57 right. and 58. Yeah. Is that about right, Ron? As as it should be. As it should be, yes. Because we uh, work because we work cheap as well. Yeah, definitely. It's really about Water it. and Doritos. It works out, <laughs> and some bananas. Um, so we've always, I've asked you a lot of questions throughout the years. A lot of our other podcasters on the network, like Lewis here, also from the Angry Geeks. 
So we want to. So I want asking you all the same questions. As we, you've given the answers. You can listen on the earplug on the uh, earplug podcast network. But I'd like. We've never really talked pop culture, and really certain things about what you what you guys like, other than some of your own creations in comic books. So I Nothing. came up with a, a topic Nothing here. Else. <laughs> um, favorite five of your favorite pop culture vehicles throughout the history. Now they don't have to just be cars or whatever, but anything that stands out in, in what, your favorites. Five. And I'll go first. Just like that. We'll and also good. we're gonna ask anybody in the audience too, audience participation, so you guys will be able to get some gifts too as we go. So I'm going with 1972, the 18 van. <laughs> the 18 van. Granted at the fact though in the 70s, <laughs> mom and dads didn't like vans for obvious reasons, so, but I still thought it was, it was pretty cool. You? That was an all-purpose vehicle. If the vans are rocking, don't come and knock. Is that what you're <laughs> <laughs> In there with Mr. Uh, T. I am partial to Kit from Knight Rider, mm-hmm. starring the uh, amazing David Hasselhoff. If you don't know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's famous in Germany. He is famous in Germany. Germany, yes. Um, Guys, pick cars. That's so lame. It doesn't have. That's to so be. lame. I know. Cause any I'm gonna, vehicle. I'm gonna pick the Starship Enterprise because you could put like any car you want in the Starship. Mm. You just took Joe's. See, Star that's Trek. The wait, wait. That's, that's which, the right answer. Isn't which it? one? So we each have five. So I can have the Enterprise too, yeah, right? Which one? Which one? Oh, it's the original, the uh, yeah. the OG. The one in the, the, one the, in the Smithsonian. Yeah, exactly. I just actually saw um, Discovery season one. And there's a scene, I don't know if I should spoil it now, but there's a scene with the Enterprise at the very end, and I, I started welling up. I was it like, was I awesome, can't believe right? this. I love that show. It's a great show. <laughs> I can't believe a, a, a model can make me right? have emotions. Best but designed vehicle. <laughs> but, but that's the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I totally agree. No, there, there's wrong answers. <laughs> Your answer was wrong. Should I, should I count that as my one of my ones? Okay, because I have... I have four others. We will allow it. <laughs> There's four other Enterprises. Is it Enterprise D? <laughs> are we, now I have a question. Are we going in any particular order? You don't have to go one. You okay. Five. All right, I'm going to go in order in my head, though. Okay. okay. So number five for me yeah. is the Oscar Mayer hot dog vehicle. Why? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, like hear, I don't hear Ron saying that's a wrong answer. <laughs> I, I just, if, if I'm you're thinking about it. If I'm being honest, I'm just saying I like hot dogs, and when I see that truck, something happens. So. Okay. Happens. Yeah. Happens. In my stomach. Then the 18 van pulls up, a and a lot of stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a little disturbed at the moment. Uh, I am beyond disturbed. Yeah, mine. I mean, number two. It's. I mean, I got to go with the 1966 Batmobile. You got to do it. You got to do it. Okay, I mean, okay. maybe Ryan would say no, but... No, that, that was going to be my next was answer. It, so I mean, the next, thanks for yes. taking it, jerk yep. off. No problem. <laughs> it's what I'm here for. That's why I, I sit in the first seat. <laughs> it was just iconic as a kid. I mean, obviously, I was watching it as reruns, but it was really cool to see that, and it's pretty much our first superhero. I mean, I, we can go I back to Shazam and whatnot, but... I think it's still, like, the Batmobile. I think that's the yeah, one that everybody think so. thinks of. Absolutely. Even though some of the movie ones have been really cool, right. I think that's the one that everybody thinks of. And I actually got to, I, I got to see the original in Hollywood a number of years ago. I was visiting a friend in L.A., and he knew George Barris, who built the Batmobile and the Munsters car and all sorts of stuff like that. So we went, uh, we went to the shop where George Barris had his stuff, 
and oh, right. uh, it was closed. Barris was out of town or something like that. But I got to, you know, I got to peer through the window, like a like a small child looking, you know, looking at the bakery window, <laughs> and see the original Batmobile sitting in there. It was, it was, you know, like <clears throat> like Joe said, it was, it was, you know, that's kind of a moment. You know, that's oh, a. Nice. I had a, a similar experience, but it was at a car show in Albany, um, in the early '70s. Um, they had uh, one of the the Batmobiles on display. It was weird. It was covered in black felt, and I didn't understand why that was. And then uh, it was being um, it made an appearance, so to speak, uh, with Cornelius and Zero from Planet of the Apes. They were both there, like at the were, at the car, signing autographs. They were, they were driving the Batmobile. Yeah, exactly. And I was I would, like, "What? You guys are not supposed to be." Uh, I would pay with money for car. that movie. You know. <laughs> Yeah, does anybody in our audience have... Oh, I'm, I'm going to pick one randomly. Fezzes are cool. Hello, sir. What's a favorite pop culture vehicle of yours? Make it good. Are you a Doctor Who fan? The TARDIS. TARDIS yeah. counts good as choice. a vehicle, good right? Good choice. We didn't help him with that at all. <laughs> and you, sir, get a prize. Hey, where's my prize? Come on up. Do we all get a prize? There it is. Rude. Yay! Congratulations. You just showed up and you won something. Your life will never be the same. Uh, I'm partial to uh, Herbie the Love Bug. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right. Right? All right, all right, right? Okay, all right. Yeah, really. What the? What, the, what, the, what, what? what the? Anyway, moving on. That's, what I, that's just what I like. As Ron Mars would say, I, that's a wrong answer. That's, that's wrong. <laughs> that's, that's more wrong than the A-team van. Oh. <laughs> so, um... Millennium Falcon. All right. Oh, okay. All right. All a right. classic. That's it with the Millennium Falcon? No stories with that one? Huh? No stories with <laughs> I, the Millennium Falcon? I, I did not see the Millennium Falcon in a, in a, in a parking lot anywhere. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, though, though, like, there's a full-size one at the Disney Star Wars land, right? Oh, really? So, okay. so I, that's, obviously, that's on my bucket list now is to, is to go there. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder, um, I have uh, some favorite TV shows, and I wonder if uh, I'm starting to think maybe my favorite TV shows have vehicles, and that's one of the reasons why, because my, my next pick is my second favorite show of all time is Starsky and Hutch from the 70s. And uh, so the Zebra 3 is, uh, is uh, one of my favorite vehicles of all time. Yeah, and well, uh, what I particularly guys. like about the Zebra 3 is you can get out of the car while it's still screeching to a halt. If you watch Paul Michael Glazer and David Soul in action, the car pulls in, and the door before the, before the car makes a complete stop, they are, the doors are flying open, and they're out of the car. I want to do that. I'm, pretty, I sure, do I'm that. pretty sure that's the only way the doors open. <laughs> <laughs> like if that car comes to a full stop, you're locked in. <laughs> All right, so my number four vehicle is going to be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle van. And the reason why is because as a big person, there aren't many vehicles that are cool that I can fit in, but a van, a van is pretty swaggy. And the Turtles van had everything. It had the pizza thrower. They had, like, a little, like, projectile flying machine. Like, it had everything that you could possibly need and get developed somehow in a a sewer in New York City, but it was effective, so... I'm going to go with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle van. I support that one. I like that. All right. See? see. I was prepared for this. I like it. Let's see. Yeah, I saw your hand up earlier. <laughs> yes. So, yes. So, I don't know if I should tell the story or not. So, I, I saw um, 
I saw Endgame. Spoilers. Last weekend. Should I with, plug uh, with Jim Starlin. And oh, that's a good you know that weapon that Thanos has in Endgame? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That it's like two blades put together? Uh-oh. Those are the blades of the Thanos copter. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's that's the, awesome. No, it's like like no bullshit. That's what the Rus oh. the Russos designed it so it looked like the blades of the oh, Thanos copter. Oh, you're kidding me. That's, that's, that's kind of funny. I'm familiar with the yes, Thanos copter actually. Oh, <laughs> all right. That's that a, would be a vehicle. Right. Taking yeah. outside the box. That's Taking a vehicle. Outside the box. Little shout out to home decor. That's pretty clever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that answer is? That's answers better than the 18 band. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that was better than Herbie, apparently, so you got one on me. Come on up, let's get you a little prize, or he's coming to you. Now, I was going to save this for last, but I couldn't help it because I was tired of hearing Ron saying wrong answers. So. <laughs> um, the Smokey and Bandit Trans Am. Trigger. Okay. There's just Ooh. nothing. Trigger. There's just nothing. You can't. Ron, you say that's wrong? No. You can't. That's <laughs> also so iconic. Nope. I think I'd even look good with a cowboy hat on if I drove that car. I might, I might. Trigger or Son of Trigger? No, of course oh, Trigger, no. that's Son of Trigger. No, no remakes and reboots and crap like that. Son of Trigger. <sighs> There's only one. There's only one. That's Trigger. That's Trigger. Wait, that's Lewis, by the way. This is Lewis <laughs> from the Angry Geeks podcast. Come on no, up and give the right answers. <laughs> we needed dancers, come on. Ooh, no, I don't want all right. that. I'm up. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, the Battlestar Galactica. Ooh. Oh, which one? Shit, we're going large. Mm-hmm. The remake. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yes, yes. Mm. Sleeker, nicer. What else? <laughs> Mr. Mars. Uh, Space 1999 Eagle. Oh, oh really? <laughs> oh. Damn, you're dropping oh, gems. Good, isn't it? Yeah. Did you did you cheat before you started this? You yeah, saw his so paper. It's horrible though. <laughs> but it's that cool was cool. Yeah. Ever, right? yeah. All right. Okay. I'm going to go with the Serenity from Firefly because it's oh. my third favorite show of all time. Nice. Okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you. And what I liked about the Serenity especially is uh, during the TV show, you really got to walk through it. You, kinda, you, know, you could kind of see where uh, each location, how each location related to the other, where the, where the uh, Med Bay was related to the cargo bay, where the bridge was related to the living quarters, and I thought that was very well thought out and uh, well designed. Agreed. Love that show. Brandon. Great show. All right, number three. Battle Cat, baby. Battle, Battle Cat. Cat. Ba vehicle. You said it didn't have to be a car. She said a carpet. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, you're getting so defensive. Relax I'm just now. Saying. Wow, I don't. I don't. He this wrote is, it. This is my life with it. It had multiple my... functions. It was like a convertible. It was like went from Granger to Battlecat. I mean, it, it did a lot. It did a lot. So Battlecat's my it? number three. I guess we like get a, I guess we gotta let him get away with it. All right, fine, fair enough. That's acceptable. It's like a character, though, isn't he? Uh, we, the carpet's a character. It's too. a carpet a character. Well, yes. I guess. Okay. A character that we all have an emotional tie to. Okay. All right. Kid was as well too. We are not going to be elite. Like I've that. been yeah. silent. Everything's acceptable. <laughs> yes. Uh, who else? This Way back yonder. Ooh, Supernatural. All right. It's a little oh, Supernatural okay. fan okay. here. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh, that one. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Good. All right. All right. You have chosen wisely. Okay. All right. No one's going to clap, guys? No. She did a really good job. <laughs> 
Poor DW, all of his cars are getting stolen. I'm going back to 66, uh, the, bat, the Bat Boat. The boat? I thought that was really cool for the first time. Obviously, all vehicles, you saw cars, you had to start seeing Hutch and all the other, but the first time you had the Bat Boat. I thought it was pretty cool. Is it equipped with the shark repellent? <laughs> that was the Has helicopter, be, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, the, helicopter. the helicopter. Sorry. Yeah, the Batcopter. Uh, I'm going to go DeLorean. Back Ooh. to the future. Oh, okay. I wasn't yeah, even thinking classic. about that. <laughs> it's so cool. All right. Uh, TIE Fighter. Mm. Yes. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Yes. Can you, can you make the sound Because it makes that awesome, like, the sound. sound. Yes, the sound. Yeah. TIE Fighters sound much better than X-Wing Fighters. They do. Now, is it the original one or the newer ones that split? Well, it's got to be the original one. It's got to be. Yeah. Got to be. I'm going to go off the board and use a toy vehicle. And uh, Amigo used to put out these 8-inch figures that I never played with ever. I just heard about them. And uh, uh, there was the one called the Joker Mobile that was, a, it was basically a van for the Joker. It was the van before the A-Team got a hold of it. It was the van before yeah. the A-Team, and it had like a, a hatch on the top from which a giant boxing glove came, kind of sprung out and punched Batman, and I just have a fond memory of that. Thank you. Does anybody know what I'm talking about here? No. Nope. Oh, I totally know what you're talking about. So it's me and Ron. We know we're the guys. We're, uh, we're the old guys, I think, at this party. Say, you date yourself in a, very, in a very specific way. Very well. Thank well, you. I'm going to stick with the toy genre. Does anyone remember a show called Bionic 6? Yeah. Sure. Anyone? Yeah? Sure, sure, sure. Bionic, all right. So Bionic if you remember the toys, they had the Bionic van, and, like, all their toys were made out of, like, metal. Yes. And I loved that van because it was a good object to throw at other kids in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. It was my favorite toy. Yeah. Probably. No. Is that acceptable? I don't know. Yes, that's acceptable. I don't promote violence, but I just like that car. Exactly. All right. Uh, next, who would like to... The gentleman right there in the red. I can't read your shirt, sorry. <laughs> oh, Dude, I okay. thought about that too. That's a good one. The Dragon's Zord. What is it? Do you know what that is? No idea. That's the Endeavor, the Micronauts, the Comics. I wouldn't remember that. Oh! <laughs> okay. Garbage can lid that Static Shock uses. Yeah, garbage can lid. Cool. Wow. It's kind of a See? You guys are creative. <laughs> I guess you win. So I guess if we're going to go cartoons, I guess I'm going to change a little. I think the ultimate vehicle is Optimus Prime. Ron? <laughs> really? No, man, he talks. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> really? Yeah. So is Kit, but I like, didn't think that like was creepy. Carpet doesn't talk. So? Battle Cat doesn't talk. <laughs> they can't transform either. Huh? They can't transform either. I know, it's just creepy, man. No, it's, I don't you think know, so. it's... You're creepy, Ron. <laughs> but you own it, I, I right? I think he wants to be your friend, not your vehicle. What's up with that? Uh, let's see. All right. You know, I'm going to go with a, another Batmobile. Um, the 89 uh, Timber. Damn it, Blake. Yeah. A nice reinvention. 89 the Batmobile. The the just it. took my number yeah. one. It can't make a turn. But it looks yeah. great. It looks great. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. Batman can't turn Nine his head. Nine-year-old me loves that car. So in Arizona, you're perfect for the Batmobile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Route right, 66 whatever. Batmobile. Yeah. Ron? Um, 
the jet plane of Dr. Benton Quest. Damn, Another man. deep cut, sir. That is a deep That's a good one. Ron, That's I love you. Damn right. <laughs> yes, who knows Johnny Quest? Not the new adventure uh, of Johnny Quest. The original yeah, not Johnny that, Quest. Not that, not that bullshit new edition, the original. <laughs> you didn't like the new one? <laughs> well, yeah. It's the old one. Yeah, what do you know about that, youngin? All right. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to, I thought I had said five already, but I'm going to go with uh, the Micronauts comic book had um, a ship called the Endeavor. And uh, the crew kind of rode the microverse and came into our universe with that. It was very cool. It looked like a, a upside down cone with like two arms attached to it. I thought it was a great design. Is that very what you're cool. drawing right now? Yeah. Oh. This thing. Nice. Doing a little doodle. That's it. It looks right there, like that. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. exclusive. <laughs> a Standing ovation. Holy crap! You guys are crazy, you guys man. Are the exactly. I had no idea. Um, and I guess my number five. I'm gonna go with the Ecto One from Ghostbusters. That's a oh, that's a classic. Okay. Never, never go wrong with that one. Crowd pleaser. Yeah. You gotta pick the one. One more. One more. Okay, I see your point right there. What you got? Speed Racer. Speed Racer. I can, I can see how this go. could go on nice. like forever. This could go on forever. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. You want to move on to a little uh, Q and A there, Mr. Brandonius? Yeah. So I, I just got a question for you guys. Being like writers and stuff, because I have a hard time putting text messages together. How do you guys? <laughs> it's funny because it's true. It's, it's really true. It takes me like two hours to put a text message together. <laughs> but <laughs> how 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 are you guys able to to be able to write and to get into like the, the the head of the characters that you're writing for to be able to really like get who that character is when you guys are coming in and, and taking over from someone else? Yeah, it's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like his job. Um, yeah, I mean that's you know that's like, you know that's like asking Mike Trout how do you you know how do you hit a curveball? Well, it's just you know that's just what your job is. Like, do you have to do anything though, to, like to get yourself into the like the mind of that character, or is it just really just you know? No, it's just you know it's it's something I've always been able to do, and I always look at it like it's almost like being an actor. Mm -hmm. um, you put yourself into that character's head, um, and sort of particularly if it's a character that you're is your point of view character that you're telling the story through. Um, you really have to see it through the character's eyes. But, um, you know, we say that writing is, writing is telling lies to reveal the truth. So... Um, I like that. Your, it's a bumper sticker. Yeah, yeah it's it a is. Bumper sticker. Um, so you're, you know, you're, you're making up stuff, but it should all have the, the ring of truth to it. Uh, it should all um, work together to... to Build a convincing character, which mm -hmm. helps you build a convincing story. How about you, Joe? That's good. Uh, I'm not sure how to add to that, except, <laughs> that, except that the characters that I've written are almost exclusively my own creations. So, it, for me, the process is, you know, to understand a, a couple of key uh, character traits about that person to reveal the character, and then to kind of uh, I, I would use, when I, um, when I write script, I kind of compare it to sculpting, so I'll throw a bunch of ideas together and kind of shape or remove uh, lines of dialogue, you know, mm -hmm. to see what serves the character best and what tells the story in that instance best, 
So I guess that's more of a process. Answer. So you really just kind of like feel it out <clears throat> as you're going. Yeah. And, and yeah. What, what feels what feels right in your heart, you just kind of go with it. Yeah, but to kind of keep in mind that you know every line of dialogue should tell the reader something about the character that is important or is true to the character. Yeah, and I think it's also one of the rules I always try to follow is characters shouldn't say what they mean because we hardly ever do. Um, if, if we say exactly what we mean and exactly what we want, it doesn't sound natural because people don't talk like that. Yeah. Um, so if, you're, if your character just says what they, what they mean, if they just deliver the information that's necessary for the story, it reads like a script, it reads like a story. If you talk around the subject, which is how we generally communicate with each other, it comes off as a lot more natural and a lot more believable and doesn't pull the reader out of the story. Very nice. Very nice. Um, kind of a follow-up to that then, uh, to that question. So both of you have written so many different characters over the years. How do you uh, manage to keep them all together? So many different personalities, so many stories. Do you keep like your own little uh, character Bibles or anything like that to, to keep your head straight? Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. Nope. Just, uh, yeah, I just, you know, again, it's what I do. So uh, I don't really have to think about that stuff too much. I, you know, I need to, sometimes I do outlines, but mostly it's just I sit down and do the job. Uh, and I've been doing it long enough that, it, you know, it's, it's like exercising a muscle. You know, you know, you know how to, uh, again, it's like a, a baseball metaphor. You, you know how to, you know, you know how to hit the pitch. Um, you might not hit the pitch every time, but more often than not, you're taking batting practice. You're gonna, you know, you you do what you you do what you're trained to do. Do you feel that uh, or get intimidated by previous writers for a character? Let's say any Green Lantern issues or any like even you just recently did a short story. I think was it to you? Like with Batman or Superman tackling those characters. Does that does the previous writing affect you or influence you? That's a good question. No, I mean it's uh, you know. I know it's what you do. Right? <laughs> well, uh, you know, my you know my wife says that I don't ever need to, you know, have my ego burned. You're so confident, Ron. So, uh, but uh, I don't like. I, I know a lot of a lot of writers, artists have like imposter syndrome. They always feel like, oh, I you know I'm not really good enough to be doing this, and somebody's going to find out, and like I've never had that one. I mean, it's it's like a real jackass thing to say, but. I always felt like I could do the job that was put in front of me mm -hmm. um, and that I would figure it out. So I, I never approached something like, uh-oh, I, I don't know how to do this. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fraud and everybody else is better than I am. You know, I'm arrogant enough to know that I'm, you know, halfway decent at this and that whatever assignment is in front of me, I can do. Um, maybe, again, taking batting practice, you don't hit every ball out of the park, but you do the job. So, have there been any uh, particular like storylines or arcs for any projects that you guys have worked on that you w wanted to do but weren't able to actually like start or create due to time constraints or anything like that? Any characters or, or things that you kind of was like, this could be really cool if we go off and and. You want me to answer that? That's every day in my existence. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how do you how do you manage that though? Like when you have so many ideas and just. That's and your job how is do you, How do you deal with the crushing defeat of that? <laughs> that's, that's my daily struggle, is to try to manage my time and uh, to try to rein in what's going on in my brain. Yeah, it's a, it's a daily thing. 
Um, there's a, yeah, there's always stuff that you wanted. I mean, storylines you didn't get to tell because of editorial changed its mind or the project didn't get approved or something like that. But, um, and that's just part of doing this gig. Yeah. I mean, part of, part of working in comics is rejection. Part of doing any sort of creative uh, endeavor. Whether it's you got to be prepared for that. Writing or mm -hmm. art or acting or music, you, you know, people tell you no. How uh, many how many no's did you guys get? Did you get before like you were before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, was it easy for you guys just to kind of jump right into it, or you know, to, to start making money? Yeah. Or the, the horrible truth is, for me, it was. Um, you know, I got to I got to. Uh, I got introduced at Marvel by Jim Starlin, who is, was and still is one of my best friends, and he sort of took me by the hand and led me into doing comics when I was like 23, 24 years old. Um, and uh, I've been doing it ever since. So I, look, I, I caught the brass ring. I, I know how fortunate I am um, to have gotten that opportunity and to still have the opportunities that I do. Um, it's you know, it's the best job ever. Uh, but uh, I didn't, I didn't face much rejection. You know, I just like the first comic script I ever wrote got printed by Marvel. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that's you know, it's 100 percent like, out the gate. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you know, it's like skipping the minor leagues, and you just you know, you go that's start fantastic. at shortstop for the Yankees. It's that's it's fantastic. just not a thing that happens. I mean, it didn't happen much then, and it sure as hell doesn't happen now. Um, but I was just in the right time at the right place, and there was a boom on in the business. And, um, you know, basically they were hiring anybody that, you know, could, could hold a pencil or, or use a keyboard. Uh, they wanted to, to fill pages. So a, a lot of times it's not uh, your opportunity doesn't have a huge amount to do with you. It has to do with the situation that you're, available, yeah. that you're put in. And I was obviously um, – I was – I was breaking in at the right time and obviously had the, you know, the right mentor to, to you know, sort of be able to, to skip a lot of the grief that you go through, that everybody goes through now, mm -hmm. um, trying to break into comics and sort of get, get up to working at Marvel and DC. That's like a 10-year process, um, doing your creator-owned books and your image stuff, and then you move on to Dark Horse. And, it, you know, it's a, it's a I, I tell people, like, look, you've got to be able to, you got to be willing to invest like 10 years in this process because that's a lot. A lot of times, that's what it takes. Um, says the guy who invested like 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not telling a lie, though. It's true. It's well. It's yeah. It's true. I mean, you, look. There, obviously, uh, Marvel and DC and any publishers is always looking for talent. That's that's how an editor at one of those companies makes his or her bones is bringing in the next man, woman, trained cocker spaniel that, that, you know, that does a good book and sells some comics for you. Um, <clears throat> editors don't get gold stars for hiring me because I'm a known commodity, mm -hmm. right? Editors really have to work the, kind of go work in the fields and try to find new talent because that's how they get recognized um, uh, editorially. That's how they, they get their, um, you know, if somebody's going to get promoted, it's going to be the editor who brought in four or five new talents that turned out to be really good, uh, mm -hmm. really good fits. Mm -hmm. It's not the person, the, the guy that gets promoted is not going to be the one who just went out and hired a bunch of established professionals because that's easy. And I say this to everybody, so don't take it personally. 
your ideas are worthless. Your execution is what matters. Everybody has ideas. Like I, I have more ideas than I'll ever get to in my lifetime. What matters is what you do with them, right? So pick the idea that you like the best, that you think has the most possibilities, and finish it, right? That's, that's first and foremost, that is the, the best advice I can give anybody, is whatever you want to do, finish the damn thing, and then work on the next one. So many people, I, you know, oh, I've got four pages of this and five pages of this, and I got an outline for this. Pick one, start it, finish it and then step back and look at what you learn during that process. You will learn more doing a comic than you ever will by reading books about comics or reading comics or watching movies about comics. You learn to do this job by doing this job. So whatever it is, and I would, and you know, don't, don't start on a 20 issue space epic, right? Do an eight page story with a beginning, a middle and an end and finish it. And I mean finish it, write it, draw it, get it lettered, get it colored, and put it in front of people. You can, you know, when I broke in, there was no such thing as the internet, right? You, if you wanted to do comics, you had to go work for a comic publisher, or you, you know, you found a Xerox machine that you get uh, access to and make your own comics. But now, <clears throat> with digital technology, with the internet, make your story and put it in front of people. Um, you will learn more from that process of finishing it, putting it out there, and then getting feedback than you ever will just putzing around on pages and, you know, I have this idea and I have that idea. Eight-page story, ten-page story, something that you can finish within a month or two. Finish it, put it out there, and then you move on to the next one. Uh, Craft-wise, yeah, I think it's a craft issue that you're having. It's just a, a matter of doing the work, and the more you do, the better you get at it. Um, there's a good, I'm not a big fan of how-to books or te uh, textbooks in general, but there is a book called Screenplay, which kind of explains the basic structure of a story, the beginning, the middle, of the end, how to develop characters. You know, it has some great ideas, which I found helpful early in my career which kind of helped me put those ideas in an order. And uh, I'd recommend that book. It's called Screenplay by Sid Field, S-Y-D Field. Um, it's, it's basically a book about how to write a screenplay, but it's analogous to stories in general. You can, you know, a 90-page screenplay can be uh, transposed to a 22-page comic or an 8-page comic story. So. And I'm a big fan of doing the short stories too, the eight pagers, because I think they're harder, first of all. And second of all, you'll get them done faster and that kind of sense of accomplishment can fuel you to do more. It'll motivate you. Yeah. Wise words from both of these stellar, stellar creators. Can we give it up for Ron Mars and Joe St. Pierre, please? <laughs> show them some love. Oh, oh we got, we're doing cartwheels. Okay, floor show. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's out the door. <laughs> Later. We don't, we don't have to do that when we leave the stage, do we? Yeah. <laughs> right off the stage. Thank you so much, and thanks to Hudson Valley Comic Con for having us. We love you, we mean it. And remember, keep on steady. steady. Good job. Nice. 
Up next is my conversation uh, with DW and Lewis Perry from the Angry Geeks. The three of us sat down and uh, discussed all that was going on at the convention, our panel, and uh, a lot more. We are here live from the Earplug Podcast booth here at Hudson Valley Comic Con, their fourth year here. Blake? Hello. What's going on, buddy? Now, we, we, uh, we met each other two years ago. Yes, right on this very uh, soccer field. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. The best con floor ever. Ever. You best. I best. would concur on that. Yes. My and we also and joined. My knees and my ankle are fine. And we are joined <laughs> by a very special guest, Lewis from the Angry Geeks podcast. What's going on, Lewis? Hey, yo, brother. How you doing? Yeah. I said Lewis. <laughs> um, I'll sit this way because, well, the new setup is a little weird. We got the new mics. This is my baby, SM7B. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It was birthed last month. Last week, actually. That had to hurt. Yes, it did. Oh, definitely it did. But <laughs> hey, it was well worth the pain. But again, what this is be my third year here. Third yes. year for you, too. Third year for yes. us as well, yep. Um, Lewis, first time here? First time here. Yeah, I came up to support the network and Steady Geeking. You guys rocked on your panel today. Uh, I am a proud uncle. Oh. I am. I love you guys. You guys rock. Thanks, yeah. Uncle Louie. <laughs> That's what I said to you. No, you guys, you, you and Brandon, man, you rocked. You had a great crowd. You worked yeah. the crowd. You knew what you were doing. And I, I'm proud of you. Well, thanks, buddy. Seriously, brother. You, you guys did We fantastic. were a little scared. No, I'm proud of you, boys. Well, you guys thanks. Rocked. So you, you broke your cherry panel. <laughs> yep. yeah. Your panel cherry, My excuse panel me. cherry, yes. Um, but how do you feel about this one? Uh, I feel all right. I feel yeah. all right. You yeah. know, I, I'm, I'm critical of myself in general, so I, I was a little nervous or a lot nervous. You were. You, I, you I were. don't know why. I was, like, what, we text, what, over the week? I uh, uh -huh. spoke to you. I spoke yep. to Brandon. And you're like, any advice? Any advice? Yeah. You pulled it off. You rocked. The yeah, big man I, did great. Yeah. You did great. Brandonius. You know, your, your guests were a little, uh... But yeah, you guys right. did fantastic. You are you, are you talking about me? Really? No, boss, not at all. I'm but not you notice, <laughs> you, you talked about chaos with the angry geeks. I'm here by myself. Jamie's not here. Yeah, yeah. Jar Jar's not here. It's a little bit different. It's it's weird. I don't know what to do with myself. I've been telling you that yeah. all day. It's, yeah, well, I offered to give you a mic to hold while you walked around the con floor like a, just to make you feel. It's, it's like a pass. Like your binky. Yeah. It's like he's going to have his binky with him. Here's your binky mic. Um <laughs> Now, Lewis, since you are just walking around at this point, uh, and you haven't really done that in years, because we talked about it, I haven't done a con five years as as a fan, except for eight years ago when I did New York City Comic Con the first time. Trust me, the wrong con to ever go as a fan, and not know your way around. It's just crazy there. You guys know. We know. Um, so, what do you think so far of this? Not never being here before. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. I love the floor. <laughs> right? Everybody talks about the yeah. floor. I love the floor, man. It's How are the guests? I don't know, but that floor was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but walking around in kind of incognito is, is cool unless you get called out by a magician or an artist or somebody else. That happens. Uh, yeah, it did happen. Yep. It's great being a civilian again. You know, and I do have. He's lying right now because he was nervous and twitching on the floor. So don't let him fool you. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I'm, I'm like an addict. Now I'm like, I got to do something. I got to do something. That's but, why you were break dancing. So right. yeah. yeah. So Blake, now this is your third time. <laughs> third time. How do, how are you feeling? How what? Uh, That's the charm. I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a lot more 
after the panel, I'm totally more comfortable and at ease. You're, you're good because you have two. Totally good because you have two more, and one's with Gilbert Godfrey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, right. I have to say too, the cosplay here is I've seen better here than I've seen a lot of other cons too. You know, and it, I like that. For for me, it, it's it, it's pretty wild the cosplay because I'm seeing a totally different group of cosplayers that I'm used to down right, right. Uh, out in New yep. England. You know, so I mean, even the vendors are different. Yeah. Um, but uh, we still love our uh, experience entertainment, though. Jimmy and Kim, we got to go do our our usual uh, family photo. The family photo, the Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, I'm just upset that the Impala's not here. I'm really upset. One because it's the final season. Next year's the final season. Oh, they are stopping at 15. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm I'm actually kind of sad. I I'm surprised. I love that show, and I don't care if people tell me. Oh, I love Whatever. I, I love that show. Yeah. I think creatively, I think it's one of the only shows that can keep telling stories. Before, in the beginning, it was the 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 CW, as I call it, formula, villain of the week. Yep. And that's what it was. Then Dad came in. Yep. Jeffrey D. Morgan. Jeffrey D. Morgan. Yep. Amazing man. Yep. Um, and then it became story-driven. And some people didn't that. like that. I liked it because people were like, well, I missed last week. Well, too bad. Go back. Yeah, yeah go back. That's why don't we blame, have don't blame technology. it on Don't blame it on the show because you didn't keep up for the week. Yeah. You know, that's, I like the story driven and seeing it being in 15 years and they still made it entertaining. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's still, I don't know. I love Listen, it. The 15th season coming up, yeah. that's, that's impressive. That's, that's so that lot. car for me in real life is the car that I want. Okay. That car and the triple X, um, GTO. GTO. I believe that one's a 66. The flip-up headlights is 66, right? I don't. I, I wouldn't know I that. I get the years wrong, but this one's a 69. Love that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then the GTO, that's an Impel, but the, then the GTO, I think it might be a 66. You know what? During your panel, I'm surprised. Now, I don't care what anybody says. It's an icon. No one said the General Lake. I was gonna. You know why? That was, that, yeah, but that's why. I, I know. And that's why I and said And that's exactly why. Yeah. But, I, I, and... Yeah. and and, and if you people don't understand why we're just saying why, that's why, Google it. Yeah, there you go. Right, there it is. No, the car the car is an icon. It's yeah. a part of pop culture. God, I loved Dukes of Hazzard yes. growing up. Now, another car that no one mentioned was Dracula. Dracula had a song written after it. Dracula? Yeah. Do you know what Dracula is? No. Do you know what Dracula is? No, he flies, uh, man. He doesn't drive a car. No, no, Dragula. Are you talking okay. about the um, TV show? Oh, no, did, did no. Did they just not. win RuPaul's Drag Race? No, no. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no, right, that no, was no, awesome. I'm gonna that school you awesome. both. I'm gonna school you both now. You had the Munsters coach. Oh yeah, yeah. Which was no. The Munsters coach was the hearse that the Munsters have that lost it in a drag race, and then the drag racer made it into the Munsters coach that you guys know. What Dragula was, Dragula was the, actually the car that beat the Munsters coach to win back the Munsters coach to the Munster family. All right, for all Dragula, of you that can't understand that, that's too much to, to all think right, now, about. Dragula is Grandpa Munsters' coffin oh, okay. souped up okay. to be a dragster. Okay, and that's the pretty name awesome. Of it okay. was Dragula. Of Rob Zombie actually wrote the yeah, song, song, yeah. Dragula, about that car. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Okay. And knowing is That's half the dra- battle. That is Dracula. The more you know. The there you go. Now we just need the NBC, the more you know. The more you know. <laughs> but yeah, but that, that's what Dracula is. That's Munster's. Very cool. Dracula. You know what? I wasn't called. Our good, uh, sorry. Well, we didn't. I got crap for not calling Linda, too. She had another one. Christine. 
Yeah, there oh, you go, Christine. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a good one too. And oh. I never thought of that. You know what happens too when I when and I did it with you guys when you do your panel because we took that we took a little page book from Angry Geek Show with the topic. Yeah, hey, we're family. I, go I, ahead. I, I like the topic idea. Because as I was saying, and you guys will be able to, you guys uh, watching and listening will be able to see the panel soon when uh, Tom gets done. But it was a panel with uh, Joe St. Pierre, Ron Mars, and myself, and uh, hosted by uh, Steady Geekin. Um, I, I forgot what, oh, ours was TV shows. And because of the panel and because of who we are, I stick myself into the superhero stuff yep. and forget about the other pop culture stuff. Like, Ron took my Space 1999. He man. took a lot of yours. Uh, somebody, uh, the attendee, the civilian, <laughs> the attendee, she took my Supernatural, my 69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I sadly reverted back to Batman. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's so many other iconic vehicles out there. I mean, I still think Smokey and the Bandit, that's my number one. If we had kept going, I was going to go the Love Boat. Well, oh, see, that's why. Oh, my God. <laughs> what what oh, were you wow. saying? The Love the Boat. The Love Boat. The love, oh my God! Yeah, the, the princess. The, the, uh, oh my God! The ice princess? Bow. No, I forget what it was. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember either. I can't remember. I don't remember. It. We'll have to Google it. We just found out, did we not? As we were talking to John Davy, who's John Davy? John Davy. Uh, he is best known for playing many, many, many roles on Doctor Who. He's played everything but, I think, a doctor. Right. I think he has done every role somehow. But Probably. but anyway, we're outside in the parking lot talking, and he pulls up a picture that's on the internet of all the actors in Endgame. And he goes, I found a boo-boo. I think there's Photoshopped. Mm -hmm. You have Ruffalo here. You have a Ruffalo here. Mm -hmm. Ruffalo, 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 Ruffalo. No kidding, Ruffalo. Two different Ruffalos. So we thought that maybe it was Photoshopped. Then Blake's like, I bet you it's a stand-in. Because mm -hmm. look, scroll up. There's another Tom. Tom Holland. Another Ooh. Tom Holland. Back so they, I'm wondering what the body doubles would be for. Well, all stunts. Well, you know, well, they I said, don't think. <laughs> I, no offense to the second Ruffalo, I don't think he was doing any stunts. <laughs> but I bet you he was killing it at the craft table, <laughs> craft service table. But you know what? You know what? Think about this with the new Far From Home trailer. That How are we doing, Mike? Out, they reference multiverse. Spoilers. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's what it is. I think our our think body. Lying. Are you sure? Oh, you oh you mean you mean the body double is from a multiverse? Which is yeah. No, this this was like an Endgame crew picture. It was a crew picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. So we're panoramic. thinking a body double. But Tom did a lot of his own stunts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm, again, nothing against the second Ruffalo, but I don't. What would he be in for? Unless you had to have the Hulk. Oh, there was there would be no scenes with the Hulk and Ruffalo no, together. They're, they're, so no, no well, actually, that, when the agent. We don't want to spoil. The spoil, no, the spoil embargo has been lifted. You can do that. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I know. So we're gonna shut your shut your headphones off. No, I'm not gonna shut well, my yeah, headphones off. What about it? some you people here? You know what I'm talking about or no? No, I didn't. Hear go that. ahead. Spoiler alerts, okay. everybody. Go, no. no, go ahead. Go ahead. The ancient one. The what? With the ancient one. Oh yes. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. So, it's not spoil. I thought that I thought we'd tell our listeners a little bit. No, that was, no, was kind of neat. I'm not going to ruin it. No, no, but I thought that was a kind of neat little thing that that yep. we found. Uh, I think you blew. I think you just blew John. Uh, John's, you know, whole. Hit. There's a Photoshop here. Yeah, you just, yeah. You just made his day. Yeah. That's why he, he punched Blake wah, and then walked wah, away. Wah. He punched him in the gut. Punched. Right here. Yep. 
Oh, you did it. Love a flipper. I look. But as we're talking, this weekend's guest, we have Tom Payne, better known as Jesus on The Walking Dead. Man. Uh, Very big actor in the Disney world, best known for being a parrot, Gilbert Godfrey. (laughs) Also, if you did not know. Oh, yeah, oh, yes, he that's was. right. Also, if you're not aware, the very first Aflac duck. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. A lot of people aren't familiar with that. And Sidney Bernstein. What? Sidney <laughs> Bernstein. Who's Sidney Bernstein? Who's Sidney? B- <laughs> he was the lawyer. <laughs> See, my, my name here uh, Beverly Hills, food for the homeless. Oh, here's $200 by, by alias Sidney Bernstein. I don't know. Don't All know. right, Sidney Bernstein was the attorney. That they had to, that Axel Foley <laughs> had to go and get information from a computer with Billy and Taggart, and it was Gilbert Godfrey. Okay, he was okay, cool. Bernstein. All right, there I'll you go. I'll take your word for that. Uh, we also have. I saw Beverly Hills Cop 87 times, and I can quote wow. the entire movie. That's take sad. Take my word for it. That's sad. So we also have uh, uh, the pennies. Yes, Richard and Wendy. Yes, from ElfQuest. From ElfQuest. Very iconic. Um, ElfQuest was my very first indie comic that I ever read. And, and one of the very first popular fantasy, yes. fantasy indie yes. comics. Yes. Cutter and the Wolf Riders. I went, I did not know that they were going to be here. And I'm standing at the earplug booth and Richard and I have history. Yeah. I never met Wendy before. And they came walking down the aisle together. I was in awe. And I had to run over. I had to introduce myself to Wendy. Um, ElfQuest nice. is a phenomenal book. Yes, I, I have. A, I wish I still had them. The original I've been quest. saying that a lot lately. Yeah, the, the original quest, man. Go out and read it. Are you familiar, young Blake? You know, I wasn't an ElfQuest fan. Really? really? Uh, was it the ne- fantasy ne- end? or? No, no, I love fantasy. I just never, I, it was something I never got into. Did okay. you ever try to read it? Not really. Oh, no. Blake. Man, then you got I'm nothing to you. say, Blake. How can you not say I'm not an ElfQuest person if you never read the book? All right, yeah, that's never, it. We're leaving. Guess what? We're going to chain you to their booth. You're there Ooh. for the rest of the day. Yeah. I do lack chains. Yeah, I, I know you do. That is the most authentic <laughs> cosplay I've seen all day. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to chain you to the pennies booth, and you're going to read nothing but ElfQuest. All right. All right. And then enough. you can tell us. When I found out they were here, I was saying to Lewis, I'm like, that's, that's a deep cut because they don't do cons. So no. having oh. them here is like... I think people need to appreciate having creators like that. I, I mean, when we talk about indie comics, I mean, between the three of us, just Lewis and I alone, know 80% of the indie creators that are out there. These guys paved the way. I really have they to did. say these guys and Eastman, I'll have to give it to Eastman and then Turtles, yep, yep, you have but to. these guys you were first. Paved the way for creators now, I think. Obviously, creators can do it a lot easier now. Mm-hmm. With digital and internet and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, like Ron was saying at the panel, you know, the the best you had was a Xerox machine, black and white. You know. Yep. Um, well, it's it's funny. I wanted to go over and introduce myself to Wendy because I had never met her. I couldn't get over oh, to right. their booth at yeah, all. Yeah. And finally, about five minutes before your panel, there there was nobody there. I ran over there really quick. Richard said hi, and I finally got to got to meet her, and it, it was just. I'm in awe. And, I, and I'm, cool. I'm giving a, a shout out that it'll be played over and over that, Kay, great job. Whoever did your picking, I'm sure you did. Great job on the guests. Running What's up, Linda? Having How a are you? blast. Hanging? Having fun? What's your favorite pop culture vehicle? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to answer you now. We answered for you already 10 minutes ago. 
I said, I said it was the Flintstones car. Your pick was the Flintstones. <laughs> Although that's another good one. I know that is another good one. We could have gone for days. Yeah. I think on, I think on that. Even though Ron Marsh says it was a, a terrible topic. Hey, Fred, what's going on? Hey, uh, Chad. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Chris. Hey, Mike. I feel like I'm in romper room. The Mystery Machine. Oh, yeah. The Ooh. Mystery Machine. Yes. We forgot uh, a lot of iconic ones. We really did forget a lot of iconic ones. Like I said, I think we could have gone for days. He's got the best one. The really? Love Boat. The Love the Boat. Love boat. <laughs> Soon you'll be making another How, Now that's a deal. <laughs> yeah. well, what about the oh, Monkey's wait, Mobile? Really? Oh, the Monkey's Mobile? Yes. Oh. How, about, how about this? All right, you want to do this? Wah, wah, the ship from Gilligan's Island. Oh, the oh, Minnow. The minnow. The SS yes. minnow. SS Minnow. Rest in peace. Too soon? No, yeah, no, nah. no, no, not at not all. Not soon enough. Yeah, not the, not the soon minnow. enough, right? But yeah, we could still go on and on. The Parker's family bus. No, oh. that's a that's oh. no wrong answer. <laughs> I'm pulling a Ron right now. That's a wrong answer. Next time you need to narrow it down to specific automobiles or maybe. Well, I didn't want to do just automobiles <laughs> because I knew that Ron would just go nuts and give me crap. Well, so. So Blake, that's was why it I said you who said Battlestar Galactica. Yes, yeah. it was. Well, you forgot the Cylon Raider. Yeah, that's right. Well, I love the Battlestar Galactica. Vehicles would more. have been really generic, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to open it up. Different. Yeah. Do vehicles at all? Do something else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could have done non-superhero vehicles or something, but let's say when, when you were on our show. I'll tell you what, though, the carpet. I that floored me. Ah, no pun intended. Ah, no pun intended. Ah, that floored me. Got it. <laughs> 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 All right. Somebody said Battle Cat. Oh, that uh, was that, that was, was Brandon. That was Brandon yeah. said Battle Cat. Somebody goes, it doesn't talk. I'm like, yeah, he yeah, does. He did. And so does Kit. Yeah, so, so does the Kit. The carpet also has a personality. Yeah, but, but it didn't talk. It didn't talk. It didn't talk. But can that be considered a vehicle? Battle Cat. Yeah. Yeah, you ride him. Yeah, of course you can. All right. All right. Yeah, of course you can. She's laughing. I could have said one of my ex-girlfriends. Oh! I bet you that picked it up. I'm sure it did. (laughs) Whatever. Well, what about speed? Then you could have said speed buggy. You're going to say wheelie in the chopper bus. Yeah, wheelie in the chopper bus. On and on and on, and you're looking. you're getting crazy. Oh, Chad Chad Dizzle's on says magic school bus. That's another one. Or the great space coaster. How about that, Chad? Yeah, okay. That makes sense. All right. I like that. My wife calls me a fountain of useless information. Yes. He is Cliff Clavin, everyone. Welcome, Cliff. Um, Titanic. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Oh. Oh. They're making a new one of that, too. You know that? Really? They're making a new t- not a movie. Oh. The actual Titanic. Oh. I'm not kidding. In space? No. Oh. Not yeah, in space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, my God. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um enough so once again we're here at the Hudson Valley Comic Con their fourth season thank you to Kay and the crew for uh, doing all they do for us love the setup always very helpful always very considerate she makes it happen yeah she makes it happen she does a great job so since I was uh, talking about having you guys here I figured that uh, we're going to have a little competition oh I'm going to fail if it's Marvel Maybe. Yeah, see? This is why. Because I know he's the DC guy. I bleed DC, You're a little baby. bit of an everything guy, but I know you, you bleed Marvel more than DC. Yeah. Steady versus angry. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh. One, two, three. See, now he's bringing the Macho Man out. Now I'm scared. So we're going to go best out of five. Best out of five. Best out of five. The Punisher. Right. <laughs> the Punisher. Uh, false. The Infinity Gauntlet. No. True or false, sir? Oh. 
Iron Man and others used Thor's DNA to create a clone of him named Ragnarok. True. Oh, that w- wow. Civil War. No shit. Oh, yes. Yep. I did not know his name was Ragnarok. Yep. But I got it. Okay. Would you have gotten that, Lewis? No, you would not. No. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten it. True or false. Before becoming Jigsaw, Punisher foe Billy Russo's nickname was The Model. True or True. false? False. Damn it. The He was called The Butte. The Butte. Right. I, didn't, I actually didn't know that either. So Damn it. One nothing. One. Since you lost, we'll okay. go to the, round, the second question. All right. What is the name of the force that gives the Silver Surfer his abilities? Oh, that's the Cosmic Force. Isn't it? Yes, it's Cosmic something with Galactus. He's the, the uh, Herald of Galactics. Yes. I'm going to say Venom. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. Okay. We're, we're going to go to the judge. Joe St. Pierre. Awesome. The name of the force, the name of the force that gives us his powers. Don't say it yet. He says it's the cosmic force. Joe, I love you. Is that right I or wrong? I love you, Joe. Planet of the Apes, Just brother. Just tell me if it's right or wrong. Damn it. It's Marvel. I it is the power cosmic. Oh, that the power correct. cosmic. <laughs> You're no, not doing I'm, good, my friend. Because it's Marvel. Don't use that. You're supposed to be a geek and a pop culture king. Oh and what my are God. you? What is the name of the life model decoy of the third Ant-Man that the Descendants said to infiltrate the Avengers? A, Army Ant. B, Black Ant. C, Red Ant. I'm going to say, oh, oh crap, Black Ant? You are correct, sir. Lewis. Lewis. Is there a Lewis here? Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to. Okay. okay. All right. Forgiven. <laughs> Go ahead. I am giving I, you. I have not I, read when, a when, Marvel when, comic. You won't have in to, 20 Lewis. 20 years or more. You will punch me. I'm dying to know. You'll punch me when I give this to you. Or when right, I give this to you. Okay. All right. Sim Wilson fought as an Avenger under what superhero alter ego? Oh, my God. Sam Wilson? Isn't that the Falcon? We okay. already know the winner, but we're going to go again. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. It's me. Oh, that of was course too it's easy. you. I'm going right. to send you an Angry Geeks t-shirt for right now. <laughs> Trickshot served as mentor and trainer of what future Avenger? Uh, Kate Bishop? Hawk- was that Hawkeye? Yeah, it was Hawkeye. Okay. Hawkeye. Yeah, it's Hawkeye. Because okay. Hawkeye was a villain. Right. He fought Captain America in the Avengers, and Captain America kind of turned him. And then he fought Trickshot because he kind of double-agent the whole deal and went back on Trickshot. All right. Now, this oh, okay. is my question. All right. So, so that was a loss. I wish I had some DC yeah, questions. Sorry. Yeah, I wish you did, too. Because the you, next you, one, you need to bone the hell up? is Trickshot? See, to, to be honest with you, when it comes to Marvel, only certain things stuck in my fountain of useless information. Secret Wars, yes. Bob Layton's run on Iron Man, yes. Um, Mike Zeck's Punisher run, that's why I said the Punisher. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, Mike Zeck's yes. run, yeah. Um, Power Man and Iron Fist, there, I, I love that series. I had the whole run. And the Mutant Massacre, yes, that Ooh, stuck in my head. The Mutant Massacre yeah. was okay. good. But I think we've talked about this, too. And we forget it. I forget it every time, and it's my most favorite X-Men line, when they all turn into medieval warriors. I thought you and I talked about X- yeah, they all turn into X Men Avengers. Oh, 
Avengers end up being part of the X. It's in the X Men storyline. It's in the X Men like, like back in the eighties. Yeah, like yeah. Was yeah. it Kitty Pride? It was like that fairy tale issue. Is that yes. What no, about? it was all. It was more than one issue. It, it was a whole storyline. Yeah, there was a, a wizard. Changed. It wasn't X Men versus Mephisto. No, 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 no. It was a wizard, and they changed the New York City into a, a medieval island. So, um, uh, the the um, crap like uh, Colossus was like a Russian warrior, and then Captain America was a barbarian. I'll have to look it up. Oh, I cannot yeah, remember that. Suddenly but drawing it's a blank. One of the best storylines ever, and I'd say you'd like it better than the Mutant Massacre. I'm was, telling you, it was really? Claremont. Awesome. What's that? It was Claremont. I believe, yes. Yeah, the, the Mutant Massacre. I mean, that's that was a good one too, though. That's that was an awesome. Turned one. me on to the X Men right there. That story that was incredible. Ooh. Oh, what do you what? Nice, Ooh, awesome. John Davey, nice, everybody. Awesome. John Davey. Oh wait, look at those. Yeah, you didn't see those? No, didn't see I didn't even time? notice that. Huh? Yeah, those are cool. Oh my god. Nice. That's so cool. That's so cool. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Do you have time? Yeah, come on over. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody, this is the man of many faces. So why don't I pick this one? Uh, <laughs> we're not mad at that. I, I liked your other teeth better, though, John. Those were ah, pretty yeah. cool. All right, hang on. Let me. Let me. Uh, so uh, I'm wearing my uh, teeth. Tooth. Your teeth. Uh, that yeah. I wore as one of the Whispermen in uh, the Name of the Doctor episode. So uh, shall I get my teeth on uh, camera? Yeah, there you go. Sexy. Those are awesome. Those are awesome. <laughs> Those are awesome. I only got these teeth the other day. Uh, they were made. Hang on, let me take them out. I can't talk. I, can't talk. Uh, I only got the teeth uh, last year. Uh, I visited uh, Millennium Effects. They're the company that make most of the creatures for Doctor Who. And uh, Kate Walsh was nice. there, and I just popped in to see her, and she just said, "Oh, I've got something. You might as well have them because." They're not going to fit anyone else, and she uh, she gave me these teeth, which is fantastic. That is, that is pretty cool. That yeah, is cool. made by um, made by a guy. Oh God, I can't remember his name. His name is Chris, but he owns a company called Fangs Effects, uh, and he pretty much makes most of the teeth for most of the uh, TV programs and movies that are shot in the UK. He did Rami nice. Malek's teeth for Bohemian Rhapsody and Javier oh. Bardem's one from Stifle. Can yeah. I try those on? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he almost was going to give them to John. Was like, yeah, oh, sure. So, John, your first time here at the Hudson Valley Con? Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. I can't go over, um, can't go over the size of it. Um, it's pretty major. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Now, you had an event uh, Friday, last night. Want to tell a little bit more about that event, where it was? Yes, it was. Uh, there's a restaurant, a Doctor Who-themed restaurant uh, called the Pandorica. One of our good friends, And yes. uh, I basically went there and did a, an evening with where everybody had food, and I had uh, photographs and videos from on set of Doctor Who and talked about the whole process of being nice. a monster and working on the show. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Well, favorite character since but, that you've played? That I've played. Oh, is it There's so one? many of them. It would possibly be a toss-up between the Daleks and the Cybermen. Okay. Uh, the Cybermen was the first thing that I did, which was amazing, but then I did get to do the Daleks. So. Ooh. They are one of my favorites still to this day. I mean, as a little kid... Free, they they're remarkably freaky. Yeah. They're remarkably yeah. freaky. As cheesy as the, the special effects are, and I think that's a, the charm of Doctor Who. Yeah. When I saw that as a young kid, I was like, whoa. The voice, very, oh, it's, it's that, one it's of my favorites. Voice. Yeah, my the, favorites. the dead eyes. Yeah. The, the emotionless, yes. uh, relentless pursuit of what the Cybermen want to do. Yes. So what would you be your favorite character that you've played? Yeah, I think, I think probably the Cybermen. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. And they've they've progressed throughout the years from the original to to the latest ones. It's neat how the basic setup is there, but how they evolve. Yeah, the the first ones were just like a sock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, Used to speak like this, Uh, and then uh, then what was quite interesting, I think. After Star Wars came out, mm. the Cybermen started sounding very much right. like this. Right, right. Um, and then uh, when I did it, the, the Cybers industry is Cybermen. Uh, it was voiced by Nick Briggs, that also does the voice of the Daleks. Okay. So okay. he was live on set doing the voice, and we had a, a light inside the mouth and a little switch, a little chin paddle. So when he did his voice live, we had to go, yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> oh, no way. Make, make the light flash in the mouth. Oh, that's pretty cool. All the ins and outs. You're getting behind the scenes I here, Doctor. I love this. We were talking about that earlier, too. Is there any too. special word that you said, or are you just whatever? Um, well, obviously, the Daleks exterminate. That's their big word. But uh, the Cybermen was delete. You will be deleted. You will be deleted. Oh, nice. Or you will be yes. upgraded. Upgraded. Upgraded, yeah. yes. To 2.0. The British Borg. Now, yes. um, you know what? I was, well, I was just going to ask, John. And, and you, you're, you're a Hoovian, too. Do you think the Borg were influenced by the Cybermen? Well, interestingly enough, um, one of the iterations of what potentially could be the Cybermen, especially in Death in Heaven when they were flying, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a comic book, Dan Dare, Mm -hmm. and there was a, with the Mekon, and there was an episode where, uh, or or a a comic book, which I I think came out before Doctor Who, and there were robots that looked really, really like the Cybermen. But everything kind of influences right, right. one another, you know, the Borg, in When I saw the Borg, I'm like, yeah, that's Cybermen. I but then so. again, the, the Cybermen look was influenced by Metropolis. Oh, my God, that's oh. right. Yeah. Wow, that's right. That goes way back. Yo, I didn't even John with the deep cuts together. here. Deep yeah, cuts. Deep, deep cuts. cuts. So we'll, we gotta, I got one more question. I know you got to get back to your booth. Cool. Short version, what got you into Doctor Who and were you a fan before you were on the show? Uh, I was a fan. I remember watching Tom Baker's episodes as a child growing <laughs> I, up. I, I love Tom. I love oh, Tom. Oh, he, he was amazing. It was yep. just, you saw this big, confident guy on screen just going about his business. It was amazing. And then uh, I kind of ended up by accident. I went for an open casting where there were uh, about 50 guys turned up um, for a rehearsal for something. And we spent the day with the uh, choreographer for Doctor Who, Elsa Burke. Okay. Who. Um, I then la- then later on found out she was actually in the Jabba's Palace scene in Return of the Jedi. She was actually Whoa. a man a man. Oh, what? Yeah. So, no way. So that was, that was I kind of like started like fanboying out over that. No way. That's cool. Um, That's cool. 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 And then, yeah, Wars, and then we, we did this rehearsal day. We were marching around, walking around with our eyes closed. And we didn't know what it was for. And at the end of the day, they said it was to be the Cybermen in Doctor Who. Uh, went to Millennium Effects, tried on the costumes. Uh, if the suit fit, then we got the gig and kind of the rest so of I guess the I, so, I, so I guess the suit fit. Yeah, it did, yeah. <laughs> Just. It depended how much craft services I ate at lunch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was before Atlanta, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. Got down to Atlanta and had some of that fine fried food. So, John, we're just going to move your booth over here, okay? Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you got to get back there. Thank you so much cool. for stopping in. We'll be here tomorrow if you want to come back and chat. Yeah. We had. I'm having a great time with chatting with you. Great awesome. stuff. Yeah. Thank you, John. Thanks for hanging out. Yay. Thank you, John. Oh, yeah, and listen to his episode of Steady Geekin'. That's right. Episode 88. Yes. Oh, 89. Nope. 
88. 88. Yeah, see, 88. I got That's a good number, 88. 88 right? yeah, That's a good yeah, number, yeah. right? 89 is the end game. That's right. That's Ooh. right. Yep. I've seen end game now. I avoided all the spoilers and watched it when I was in Atlanta. So See, now we just got to get him to see it. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, I know. Geez. I'll get to, I'll find, I'll go watch it tonight so we can talk about it tomorrow. All right, good. No, I won't do that. No, All right. Liar. All right, John, thank you. Thank you. you. Thanks, guys. See y'all. <laughs> See you. John's cool. John Davey, everybody. Kevin, Woohoo! Uh, any final words here today, uh, Lewis? Subscribe. Subscribe to Steady Geekin. I love these guys. I, I'm sorry. I'm happy because I finally get to meet you in person. Oh, I love you, Big Lewis. Big kiss on the neck right there. And, yo, Earplug Family Podcast forever. Angry Monkeys coming your way. Spring 2020. Peace. Peace. And of course, a special thank you to our new friend, Mr. John Davey, actor and filmmaker extraordinaire. Sir, you are a good sport. Thank you for helping us out at the convention, being on our show a couple of weeks before that, and just being an all-around awesome dude. We hope to work with you again in the future. People, go follow John Davey. You will love him as much as we do. Guys, I hope you enjoyed listening today. Again, I want to thank you all for your support. Please keep coming back because there's more to come in season four. And as we say goodbye to the season of Friends, which is really not goodbye, I guess every season is the season of Friends. I want to say thank you to all of our Podern family members out there. DW from the Earplug podcast, Lewis from the Angry Geeks. We want to thank Paul and Sashia from Go Gorilla Filmcast and John and Colin from Reality Bomb Comic Cast, our homeboy Benjamin David from Above and Batman Beyond, our friends at Bat Yard, our friends at DC Collective Cast, our friends at Each Sold Separately, our friends at Million Volt League Podcast. Not up for debate. We started this trip with you guys. Update nerd style, Mag's Ramblings. So many shows, so many friends. We love this podcast community. It's one of the best things I know I've ever gotten involved with, and I probably can speak for Brandon and Mag myself and say that they would agree. Anyway, so special shout out to all of you for helping us out through these last three years. We couldn't have done it without you. I mean, we could have, but, you know, it just wouldn't have been as fun. And, uh, yeah, you can find me, Blake, at MindMeldX on Instagram. You can find Steady Geekin at Steady underscore Geekin on Instagram and, of course, on Facebook. Uh, of course, the Earplug Podcast Network, and you can find us on the Anchor app and pretty much wherever you get your podcast fix. Thank you for hanging out. Brandon and Mag say hello and thank you as well. And they'll be back with episode 91. So come back and hang out with us. And remember, keep on steady geeking. This has been Steady Geekin', a dynamic duo high-five production.